how do you people look at such a kid? Because I had parents that were crying to me and they said to me, my grandfather was moistened nefesh for Shabbos and my kid needs to take a pill or get drunk to get through it. Right? And they were like looking at it because it's so far away from, from what we would want. Right? We would want our kids to learn CPR. And Nesiva Shulam on Shabbos and love Shabbos and live Shabbos and look forward to it. And here you have to put yourself out, right? That's the way, that's the way to look at it, right? I look at it and I say, Nebuch, Nebuch, that this kid knows that I will not end up keeping Shabbos if I'm up. And it means so much to me to keep Shabbos and not to break Shabbos that I'm willing to kill myself, Lefisha, temporarily, to put myself out of this world to kill myself. If Shabbos was a week, I would put myself out for a week. I'd be dead. It's only one day. I want to put myself out for 16, 18, 20 hours because I don't want to break Shabbat. What a hero. Why are they in that situation? For that, you have to unravel their whole life, how they ended up with PTSD, anxiety, depression, whatever it is. But once a person is in that situation that they realize, if I'm up, my anxiety is going to attack me and my pain is going to attack me, and I'm going to end up breaking Shabbos. And therefore, I will drink or smoke stuff or whatever it's going to be to put me out for as much as Shabbos so that I don't break Shabbos. To me, that's ultimate Mesiris Nefesh. Ultimate Mesiris Nefesh. I'm willing to kill myself for a day. I'm willing to put myself out because I don't want to break, break Hashem's rules. What, what more do you want? You trained your kid beautifully. And if you look at it like that, you begin to understand that we cannot use regular ideas and mentality to look at the actions of all of our children with all of their actions. Because look how everybody would judge it one way, and the emesis, it's totally the other way. They're heroes. It's unfortunate that they can't enjoy a Shabbos. That's not their fault. They cannot enjoy it because of their pain and triggers. You know how many kids are molested on Shabbos? So Shabbos to us is, oh, I'm looking forward to it. And they have literally triggers in trauma, the smell of Shabbos, which to us, beautiful smell, chulnt, ah, smells Shabbos stick the whole house, to them is triggers. The sounds of the singing, l'chadaydi, there are kids who are traumatized and molested in shul in the basement during l'chadaydi in the bathroom. Happens a lot. A lot of trauma happens on Shabbos. So to them, it's painful. And ashrechem, Fortunate are those kids who say, you know what, I don't want to break Shabbos, and therefore, I'm willing to put myself out to make sure that I'll keep Shabbos. It's a high, high level. And so many of the kids that feel guilty for breaking Shabbos should ask their Rabbanim, because not all of them are guilty. One of the greatest Paiskim of our door, who wrote many Sifre Halacha, told me that one Friday night, he got a knock on his door, Chassidish lady was there, she says, I have depression, and I become suicidal, and I want to kill myself. So he's like, okay, you know, please don't. You know, and she says, what calms me down is sewing. Am I allowed to sew? He said, 100%, go home and sew. Sew, calm yourself down. Chil Shabbos, to save a life. A lot of the kids who are struggling because they cannot, they can, I know kids who are so erlich, and they want to be so good, and they have to have a cigarette on Shabbos. There's no heter for that. But they have to speak to a rav, because some of them, maybe there is a hatter for that. Some of them are in so much pain that there are things that they need. But the ones who medicate themselves, and we look down at them, oh, slept 18 hours, that's what Shabbos is? If your child cannot enjoy Shabbat, 
the way they want to, the way we want them to, and they put themselves out, they might be the biggest tzaddikim of our dar. They might be doing the Ratzan Hashem on the highest level. And it's so true. Sometimes they're up and it's 1 o'clock in the morning, it's 2 o'clock in the morning, and 3 o'clock. They're going to end up doing, putting on the TV, watching something. They can't fall asleep. These are not healthy kids. If a person can't fall asleep, you can go out of your mind. Shmuel Birnbaum writes, and you have to know how to apply it with your Rav, but in general, he writes, in America, there's something ma'ayj shchicha, a machla ma'ayj shchicha, a sickness that is very, very, it's around a lot, and if you think about it, it's so true. And he wrote this many years ago. He says it's called depression. Depression is, is really, really a lot. What are the drugstores? Everybody knows what they say, that the number one prescription that they give is, is for antidepressants. A big Rav in Barapak told me, he's a big shul. He said, about half of my kehillah is on meds. He says, the other half, I wish they would be on meds. <laughs> it's Nabuch Yenagalechta, right? It's sad, it's painful. So, let's understand. He says, that, Shmuel Burmaam says, that there is a machla ma'od shchicha shenikra dika'on. V'nira shemuter lechalal shabos avur mi shesoivel mimachlazu. It seems to me, that it's mutter to be Mechal Shabbos, for, to help somebody, I don't know how, you have to think about what does it mean, taking, drive, taking them for a drive, I don't know, you have to ask your local rabbi, but listen to what he says, seems to be it's mutter to break Shabbos for someone who is being soivel from, from this machla, Rib Shmuel Birnbaum, Uva Pikoach Nefesh, he says, he says why? Because when someone is feeling down, you never know like the floor can open up from under them. You never know how it can spiral and where they could end up. You don't go with pikuach nefesh after the rav, even if there's a tiny chance, mutter l'chal shamas. So we're dealing with kids. You have to know it's not a pashta thing to look down at them and say, oh, he doesn't appreciate Shabbos. Could be a such appreciation for Shabbos that he doesn't want to break it and they put themselves out. And how do you know which kid is which? So for that, you have to be a mumcha. You have to know your child. You have to know these kids. So far, I haven't met the other kids. There's, a, there's somebody that I know. It's a real real kip. Real kid in pain. And he has every right. If you go through his, his list of things that happened to him, to break him from a child until an adult, everybody, if we got an injection into our veins for one minute of the pain that he has, we would all go crazy. He's the strongest person I know. He's strong, he's wonderful. There's no chesarn in midis. He's a wonderful, wonderful human being who has tremendous, tremendous pain. And he was by my house for Shabbos. And he had an anxiety attack. He said, I can't stay here anymore. Can you imagine, instead of being by my house for Shabbos and enjoying a delicious meal, instead he has to leave. That's a lot of pain. He said, I have to go. He took his keys, his, keys, his coat, and he went in his car and he drove. After Shabbos, he told me he's driving around, he's driving on Shabbos, he's having a cigarette, and he's having this panic attack, he's trying to calm himself down. He had to put on something to listen to. So what do you think he put on? He put on a shear. He sat and drove on Shabbos, smoking a cigarette, he's driving around. Everybody would say, oh, you have to burn him, you have to you know, throw racks at him. And he's listening to Shiri Torah, several hours. How does that make sense? Hashem knows it makes sense. The Bezan Shamala will understand. It makes sense. It's a machla. And we, we're so good at physical illness. Someone breaks their legs, someone twists their ankle, someone's in pain, they're sick, whatever. Call Hatzalah. Hatzalah comes. Chil Shabbos. No issue. But when it comes to in the head, 
we always say, no, maybe he's just manipulating you. We're always on the other side of it. Maybe he's not manipulating you. Maybe he's not selfish. Maybe he's not bad. Maybe it's not because he doesn't appreciate Shabbos. Maybe because it's really painful and they're just trying to exist and survive. And you have to decide in our dar whether you're going to be the kind of person that looks at all these people and says, Russia, 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 Russia. Or you're going to look at these people and say, Tzadik, 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 Tzadik. We're living in difficult times. But I'll tell you one thing. Somebody told me, oh, you think everybody's a tzaddik? Maybe one's a rasha. I said, okay, but if I'm wrong, the Gehenim for my way is a lot cooler than the Gehenim for your way. I'd rather be guilty that maybe there's some rasha that I haven't met yet, that by accident I call him a tzaddik and I matzik him and I think that he's a good person. I mean, I know they're starting off as a chelik mamish. How bad can they be? But if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But can you imagine the people who go to a kid, a tzaddik in pain, a tzip, who's a tzaddik, the emes a tzaddik, and wants to be good, and if you took away their pain, they would be good, and calls them a rasha? Can you imagine the Gehenna for that? That's horrible. And just last night, one of my good friends, who's a kip, in a lot of pain, for many, many years, he was here, and he said, he's Machal Shabbos, he smokes on Shabbos, he drives on Shabbos, the whole thing. And he said, my dream would be, if all my pain would go away, Tomorrow morning I would wake up, I would be a regular Hasidic Shayid sitting and learning in Kail. So how come you're not? Live his life and you'll know the answer. Anybody want to switch places? So we have why, why, how could they? People are angry, da da da. Because you just don't understand their mindset. Spend a hundred hours with them, you'll already understand that they're right. Put yourself in their shoes. And if you don't have time to do that, just trust. means it's a real thing. It means that you see a kid smoking on Shabbos and you have a chiv to come up with how to be matzik them l'kavzchus. I can do it. For me, it's not hard because I know it's l'kavzchus. But the person who doesn't know, that's the Nisayan, that's the challenge, you could still say, must have a tough life. Must be a way to be matzdekim lekafsos. You got to find a way. You got to find a way. I could tell you that living with so many kids on the street and dealing with so many kids who are machal everything, we see that tzaddikim. We see that they're tzaddikim. We see it. If you taka get past the judgment and you boost them and you live with them and you love them, you see they're tzaddikim and they're in pain. And when the pain goes away, mitzvahem, just like he wanted for him. You should have that, Yeshua, and all of the kids also. Pain should go away. You'll see tremendous Yiddish and Achas.